Hey guys, how's it going? It's Chris Damianakos, game producer of Cash Hunt. Welcome to Creatively Speaking. Let's cut to the chase. Let's talk about this particular episode. It's all about esports. Now you're probably saying, what the hell is esports? Well, esports, to a lot of you that are listening to this, have no idea what I'm talking about. But there's a small percentage of you guys that do know what I'm talking about. And it is definitely changing the face of the gaming industry as we speak. Now, there's a lot of types of words these days that are not household words that are really important. And we've talked about crowdfunding quite a few times in on this channel uh, in the past two years and how I think it should be very important if you're a future startup or you want to do a side hustle, uh, especially if you're a creative uh, entrepreneur, these are the types of avenues to take. Now, a lot of people say, well, what the hell is crowdfunding and what is this company Kickstarter or Indiegogo? Well, look it, here's what it is. Layman's terms, you know, when you you know, when you opened up a business or you wanted to do a side hustle, you would actually, you know, if you didn't have the funds for it, well, the next spot would be the bank. And you go to the bank, kindly ask for a business loan. If you get accepted, obviously you have to pay it back with interest, whatever the case might be. Those days, guys, have been gone. For the people that are aware of crowdfunding, uh, they're taking advantage of that. So what is crowdfunding? Crowdfunding is a scenario where companies such as Indiegogo or Kickstarter, this is something that you should look up on the internets, um, where you come up with an idea, obviously it has to be a legitimate idea, have a goal set on what that product or service is that you're trying to create, and kindly ask within 30 days to fund that project. You know, um, if the community likes the project, they'll slowly fund you. Now, we're not talking about thousands upon, you know, thousands of dollars. We can talk about $5, $25, $100, $1,000, whatever the case might be. And within 30 days, whatever the asking amount is, if you receive it, well, you take that money and then you start producing that product uh, or service by also giving updates to the people and the community that supported you. And in turn, well, do you pay them back? No, that's the beauty of it. You're basically, uh, it's just the community believing in your project. And in return, you know, if you bring up a cafe, you know, uh, you know, whatever, three cups of coffee for the month for you for free on the house, a free sandwich, a t-shirt, we'll name something on the menu, depending, you know, it all comes down into tiers in regards to what you uh, what you supported, and in turn, you get rewarded with something. But yeah, you don't owe anything back, financially speaking. It sounds unrealistic, but folks, if I was, as I've always said, we live in an unrealistic world. So you have to keep up because, you know, someone is going to surpass you on whatever that idea is if you do not know what is going on today and the tools that you can use, legitimate tools, because those other people are going to go be going to the uh, to the bank, asking for a you know X dollar amount uh, loan, receiving that and taking forever to pay you know pay that back to the bank and probably uh, paying a good a good chunk of interest on top of it. So, but that's not what we're here about. We're here to talk about esports. Now, esports is what? Esports, it's the video game industry. Is it for real? You bet you bet it is. It's basically this. It is legitimate big money leagues, and I'm talking about big leagues, that are huge here in North America, in Asia, 
and I believe in Europe, in certain places in Europe. It is a humongous global type of phenomenon. It is where individuals that are very good at certain games, it could be sports-related games like your 2K series or your Maddens of the world or your FIFAs of your world, to uh, more combative games, your Fortnites, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard, uh, Call of Duties, that type of stuff, which it had, or League of Legends, which is humongous. That Actually, there's a documentary on uh, esports and League of Legends on Netflix, which I would strongly suggest that you watch to see how real this new form of gaming uh, or the gaming industry has changed uh, and really flipped on its head. And basically what it is is that these players, young and old, are creating a reputation for themselves in the online video game community, especially if they're very good at whatever that game might be and their reputation is growing and being when their reputation grows, they become a household name. Now, is it going to be John Smith? No, it's usually pretty much uh, their username. Again, look up Ninja and you'll know what I'm talking about. Ninja happens to be an individual that is probably, if not the best or one of the top three uh, online gaming celebrity personalities that I believe make seven figures. And sponsorships, right? So it sounds crazy, but it is where we are today. These league championships, depending on the game, specifically League of Legends, uh, have sold out, get this, something as large as the Tokyo Dome and some major arenas here in, in North America and in Asia. We're not talking about a sporting event. We're not. We're talking about physical people playing a physical sport like soccer or hockey or basketball or uh, football. It is to watch two teams or three teams or four teams of five or four compete against each other in an online, uh, excuse me, in an online video game competition, which they'll sell out arenas of 19,000 people, 30,000 people, dare I say 100,000 people. And it's real. The fans are fanatics. They watch, they follow uh, the players. The players have become celebrities. And if you gain that reputation, if you are that good at that particular game, well, don't be surprised if you are approached by a certain league or a team to try to recruit you. I believe the starting rookies make something in the form of, I think, forty to 70000 for the first year. More... Uh, seasoned if you will players uh make a lot more than that some of them make six figures other ones the top of the top make seven figure salaries that sounds insane and we're talking about some big big backers uh to support these leagues these teams uh people are purchasing teams people are forming their teams people are purchasing players we're talking everyone from Robert Kraft, which is the owner of the Patriots, to other really influential and affluent uh, people on the planet. It is real. We're talking sponsorships. We're talking. We're talking a, a really uh, an unbelievable thing, and it's slowly shadowing. And this is up for debate. Physical sports. Now, what's interesting about that is this. You know, when I was a kid. And many generations prior to me and a couple of generations or a generation after me, uh, 
you know, a lot of the girls and a lot of the boys, and they still do play sports. Okay, your basketballs, your track and fields, your hockeys, your footballs, your gym, uh, gymnastic, whatever the case might be. The truth of the matter is, is that instead of certain a certain percentage of the kids going out there and trying out for a sport, they will spend time online perfecting their skills in an online league to get a reputation to take that next step. Would you believe me that certain colleges in the country are now offering scholarships for e-sports? You don't believe me? Look it up. That's how real it has really gotten. So it is something that I think is not a household term as far as esports. If I took 10 people and I asked them one by one, do you know what esports are? I will tell you nine out of 10 will not even know what I'm talking about, but that 10th person will. So that's how unfamiliar people are in regards to uh, esports. But I will tell you this, you know, is there a fear in regards to, you know, physical sports going away? Not necessarily, but I'm going to put a little small asterisk in a moment. However, though, when it becomes a household term, then physical sports are going to have uh, a challenge in regards to spectators' eyes. We're talking about people looking elsewhere. Here's one thing to know. If you're a parent out there, you probably are aware of this with your kids. Kids are watching people play these games online, primarily on YouTube or a, a, or a, a program or a website called Twitch. Literally watching these top players just play a video game. Does that sound insane? Yes. Is the person on the other end that is actually playing the game making money off of it? You bet your butt. They're making money out of YouTube, advertisements, sponsorships. So the eyes of the spectators in regards to a teenager or the kids in their 20s or a little bit older have their eyes elsewhere. So that's where the concern comes about in regards to it. A lot of people now look at with with professional football, as far as American football, a lot of people are kind of, you know, kind of questionable on that just because of concussions and all that type of stuff and other more quote-unquote violent sports and they'll say you know what why don't we just have our kid play these video games and see if we can get a scholarship into a college it sounds insane but this is the world that we're living in think about what technology is today pick up your smartphone and look at it and know what your smartphone does and then try to bring yourself back 20 years ago and Think about what you are holding in your hand today and tell me if you ever would believe that what that phone does, um, you would believe that would happen 20 years ago if we told you that. So let's say if you 20 years ago, if I told you, hey, you'll be able to talk to somebody on the other side of the planet, but not only be able to talk to them, obviously, but you can actually see them. A lot of people will say, well, that's kind of like sci-fi stuff. No, well, it's part of our reality and we take it for granted. Right, we FaceTime each other or you know, uh, Skype one another, so it is a real thing. It is something that I think uh, you should definitely take serious, uh, in regards to the gaming industry. I think the gaming industry in general, when I say gaming industry, I stress it's not about the casino industry, even though it kind of falls into a branch of that umbrella. We're talking about 
games. We're talking about video games. We're talking about live action games where you're outside competing. Um, we're talking escape rooms. We're talking about obstacle course types of uh, experience interactions like your Spartan games and all that. It is real. It is not going away. It is not a flash in the pan. It is not a fad. It is reality. And I think right now um, it's the next big, huge thing. So, guys, thank you so much for listening. I would definitely recommend you guys taking a look. I wish I could not re- I didn't prep myself in regards to telling you what that documentary is uh, on Netflix in regards to uh, e-gamers. But again, it's really ridiculous um, uh, what these kids get uh, paid uh, annually, but it is a real deal uh, in the sponsorships and and all that great stuff. So if you're good on on a game or if you're a parent out there and you're saying, you know, like my mom and dad once said, you know, get your eyes off. The TV screen from that video game, well, I'll probably tell you, have them play a little bit on and see if they can perfect that craft. Guys, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Creatively Speaking. Again, if you want to know a little bit about our scavenger hunt experiences out there, celebrating 20 years, our 20th anniversary, go on to cashhunt.com. It's C-A-S-H-U-N-T. That's just one H in cashhunt.com. Gives you a list of all the cities and different types of games that we offer for the scavenger hunt brand that we have, which we call Cash Hunt. And outside of that, spread the good word, pass it around, and thank you for supporting this podcast. Take care. Bye-bye.